Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. From Within Records just put a bunch of leftover T-shirts on their big cartel for $10 each. So go see if there's anything that you want while supplies last. And for anyone who's ordered a Carbonite record, they've been shipped out already. So please keep an eye out for that. Also, Streets of Hate, From Within Records present Seat of Pain, Demonstration of Power, Split 7-Inch, Two new songs and a classic hardcore cover from each band coming this winter. So please keep an eye out for that. If you have not had a chance yet, please go listen to the From Within Records podcast. Episode 11 is out now. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you're not following From Within Records on social media, please go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram. Click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support from within records because they support us. And if you're looking for high quality merch for your band, for your business, please go contact my friends over at good fortune printing out of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. They do high quality stuff. They print merch for a lot of your favorite bands. They print my merch. So support them. You can follow them on Instagram at good fortune printing. And if you want to contact them, please email them contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Before we get into today's episode, I want to send a special birthday shout out to one of my best friends, Nate Miller. Happy birthday, Nate. I appreciate you always being a super solid friend. I appreciate you every day. So everybody go wish Nate a happy birthday. He's a great dude. But I'm very happy to be able to give you a podcast with a video, right? The last two episodes with Evan Stein, with reaching out, there was no video and I greatly apologize, but that was because I was on the road, but we're back. We're at home base and I am very proud and very excited to bring you another podcast with a video. We had to track down our good friend, Alex Casey. He's a part of streets of hate. One of my favorite labels based out of New York. They do amazing stuff. If you've not heard the new morning single, please hit pause. Go listen to Disenlightenment by Morning. It's out on all streaming platforms. And their debut LP will be out very soon. So please, if you're not familiar with Streets of Hate, go give them a follow on Twitter, on Instagram. Go support all the bands that they work with, which we cover in detail. And it was awesome. I'm a huge fan of what Streets of Hate is doing. They've been super solid in the years that I've known them. And I'm happy to see all the love and respect that they've gotten over the years. And it's very awesome to be able to know them. So please strap in. Enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Alex Casey to the show. How's it going? It's going good, man. Thank you for having me back. 
No, dude, this is uh, super awesome. I'm, I'm so to have you back. I was actually looking at the date of the first episode that you were on, and it was two years ago. It was uh, literally, it was either March or February of 2020, which is crazy to think about uh, wow. when we think about where we're at today. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't remember how long ago it was, but it felt like it was, uh, yeah, forever ago. So, yeah, two years is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's been cool to watch, uh, you know, the things that you worked on, uh, uh, Streets of Hate, just kind of continue to grow because obviously, from where the um, label was back then to where it is now, it's uh, I feel like on a whole different level. Yeah, it's a totally different thing now, and I mean, same goes for the podcast. Honestly, like to see you, uh, you know, continuously working and putting out content has been, uh, you know, I've been keeping up with it as best I can. So it's been, it's been cool to see. Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, obviously, like we run into each other from time to time. I, I think the last time I actually saw you was back in March in Philly. Yeah, I was thinking you weren't at Sound and Fury, were you? Sound and Fury, no, I actually had to sit that one out. Okay, yeah, I, I couldn't remember if I saw you or didn't. I felt bad because I was like, it'd be, it'd be, I feel like shit if I did see you and didn't remember it, but uh, I didn't think I did, so that that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No, yeah, if if we ran each other, of course, I, I feel like um, you know, it's it's always uh, good times, and uh, you know, it, it's all good. And, and even if you did forget, I I wouldn't take it too personal. I I feel like you're, uh, you know, at, at this point, just following your your social media, uh, world traveler, it seems like you're always all over the place. Yeah, yeah. We stay busy doing whatever we can out here. So yeah, uh, but yeah, the last time we saw each other was at yeah in Philly at the church, right, for the From Within show. Yeah, which was a, a cool experience for me because that was uh, my first time at the church, and we're just watching so many videos over the years of bands playing there, and uh, kind of having some sort of like idea of what it would be like in my mind, but actually. Uh, being there and uh, going there early with Bob and helping set up and just seeing like how the whole operation runs. It was uh, definitely something special for me to be able to experience all that. Yeah, that was actually, um, that was only my second time ever going there. Uh, there was like a long period where uh, the shows weren't happening there as often as they were. And the last time I was there before that show was like, this is hardcore 2011. I want to think, I want to say, so it was a long ass time ago. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just as cool as I remember it being, you know, um it was a, it was a great show yeah 100 percent. yeah I, I definitely enjoyed myself and i'm definitely looking forward to getting back to philly so uh, i, I oh, want to yeah. uh, talk about um a couple weeks ago uh in new york uh streets of hate days triple b had this uh, wild showcase i'm really bummed that i wasn't able to make it because it was such an awesome lineup for both days but i was just curious uh how did that whole thing come together because obviously uh, three labels doing awesome stuff and for you guys to come together and want to do something on a special weekend i, I just want to know that whole story yeah so sam uh it was i think it was sam's idea initially i want to say he he had hit me up um i don't even know how long ago about it and was just like hey would you have any interest in doing this uh, you know i think it'd be cool scanlon and i were talking about it and um you know we wanted to see if you had any interest in doing it and, you know, Sam and Scanlon are two of my really close friends. So I was like, yeah, I'm down to do whatever you want to do. And then when they mentioned that Lumpy was going to be in the mix with Days as well, he obviously were, were close friends as well. So it just was kind of a, a no brainer to say yes. And, you know, let's make this happen. Um, and when, when he had reached out to me about it initially, he actually had pretty much kind of a, a pretty similar lineup to what ended up being, um, you know, there were some, some bands that, were on the initial lineup that he sent me that didn't end up playing and some bands that 
uh, you know, we got, we added over time, uh, just be, as things changed and, you know, uh, bands that said they could do it, couldn't do it, or bands that, you know, said they couldn't do it initially then wanted to. Um, so it, it worked out basically being exactly pretty much what the original idea, uh, that Sam and Scanlon had, uh, was. So, uh, yeah, that's how it, that's how it came together. And then, uh, you know, we just, we took the initiative kind of to, um, whatever bands were associated with each label, like whether myself, Lumpy or Sam, we would confirm that they could or couldn't play and work at all that logistics out with them. And then, um, you know, sent all their information over to Scanlon and he, he was pretty involved in kind of like the, the backend stuff on the, uh, the setting up the venue. Um, obviously he did the, the stage management thing that he does best, um, and all of that. So yeah, it was a, a group effort, but, uh, pretty much all Sam's idea and Scanlon executing it on the, uh, on the actual, uh, event side. Lumpy and I kind of were just there as, as attendees, you know, um, For which sure. was great because we didn't have to do that much. We just hung out and, you know, set up our little shit and hung out and bullshitted. So bands were like, that's it. And my uh, buddy from out here went, I, he had a great time, but I, I was just curious uh, about location. Uh, was that the first place you guys wanted to have it or is that just where it ended up? Um, it was not the place that I wanted to have it just because I thought it was too big. Um, it was, you know, the place is like, I think like a thousand cap or something like that at the mm. end of the day, we ended up selling like close to 800 tickets. I want to say each day. Um, so it was, it was plenty full. Um, but you know, there's always like, you hear that number and it sounds so much like, it sounds like unachievable to get that many people in the room, but obviously, you know, it happens. Um, but like I said, when, when Scanlon and Sam reached out to me initially, they already had that venue in mind. So it was always going to be, uh, in the mix there. So, um, and it was actually only my first time there, uh, when we had the showcase. So, or actually I went there the weekend before and I saw Veen and Candy. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was a totally different vibe. Yeah. My buddy, um, Andy, shout out Andy. He, he was showing me some of the videos that he recorded and yeah, and it looked pretty packed out from what I saw. So, uh, I, I feel like, um it was like a great size for the show just because obviously the, the amount of bands and the definitely definitely the different the levels of bands that were there it definitely brought out a, a pretty big crowd yeah it ended up being the perfect size and the, the venue is uh, for for what it is the size that it is um if it's if it's got the right amount of people there i think it's awesome um you know it, was, it ended up working out perfectly okay and I like that you said um, you just you and Lumpy just kind of showed up and set up your stuff. I definitely like that side of uh, you know going to shows because uh, booking shows and having to be responsible, man, it, it takes so much work and it's definitely hard to enjoy yourself when you got like a lot of other things, you know, moving parts behind the scenes that nobody even is even thinking about because they're there for other reasons. But when you're the one that's responsible, it, it's a whole different ball game. Totally, yeah. I mean, you know that size show is uh i've booked shows before obviously same as you um that level of uh show coordination is not something i'm uh capable of doing you know so that's like very much scanlon's thing he's very good at it um and you know he he uh made it all run pretty flawlessly so shout out to him even though i don't want to give him any credit uh ever but i i will here uh scanlon i'm actually looking forward to seeing uh, dead last for the first time at fya so I i'm very stoked on that 
Yeah, I've seen him twice. That that the showcase was uh, the second time I've seen him. It was only like the third or fourth show, I want to say. Um, they, they killed it. They did a great job. You know, I was a little skeptical because like they're obviously a, a bit of an odd man out on the lineup. You know, it was more heavy leaning stuff, um, and I you know they're still fairly new, so I wasn't sure how it was going to go over. But they had a lot of people sing along going off for them. Um, it was it was really a sick set. They 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 killed it. Um, Again, that's that's my last uh, Scanlon uh, phrase that I'm going to give. But yeah, uh, they're they're awesome. You know, I, I do love them. Okay, and uh, just curious. Uh, obviously, for anybody who was there, or people might have seen pictures. There was that that um, image on the screen of the the, the guy peeing on the um, Scheme Records. Uh, did you guys know about that beforehand? Because obviously, you're wearing the Almighty Watching hat, so um, yeah, I, I had to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We knew about it beforehand. It was. Uh, something we talked about the week of the show scanlon brought up to our attention that like we could have uh whatever projected behind the bands at all times you know like if we wanted to get the band's logos and put it behind them as they played or whatever we wanted to do and i was like you know what we should just make uh calvin pissing on the scheme logo with our our logos behind him and then sam made it in like two seconds and it stayed up for basically the whole show um total joke there's no there's no problem with scheme mm-hmm. and, you know obviously kyle is one of one of he's close friends with all of us um so it was just a funny just to be funny um people did take it seriously and think there was like really something going on but uh there's definitely not well uh, that's some free promo i i hope they <laughs> were stoked on that because to, to be on that screen in front of that many people for two days uh you know you can't really beat that yeah i mean i i felt you know and I didn't feel bad, but I was like, ah, oh, maybe this is taking it a little too far. It's, you know, like, but whatever. I, I think they definitely had people pay attention to their label that may not have known about it beforehand. So whatever. It worked out. Yeah. Unintentional. A good thing, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh, so, uh, you know, a couple weeks removed. Uh, is this something you guys want to do again? Or is this something that um, you want to do again? Because uh, uh, looking back, was it a good experience overall for Streets of Hate? Is there anything that you wish you could have done different or maybe something that you'll improve on for the next one? No, it was, you know, it was a great experience. Um, I, I, would, I wouldn't say there's really much that uh, I think needed room for improvement other than, you know, maybe wanting to include some other bands. Uh, that didn't get to play or, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, that's, that's besides the point, but yeah, I think we'll definitely do it again, um, to some extent. And, you know, we've talked about maybe doing one on the West coast as well. Um, so not to, uh, there's no hard plans associated with that yet, Mm -hmm. but, um, it'll, that'll probably be like, that'll happen. And then maybe like this time next year, we'll do another one on the East coast or something like that. Ideally, um, that, that may, implode and not actually happen but that's that's a kind of we're starting to spin the wheels and trying to figure that out now so that may may be a thing that's something that i would definitely like because obviously uh, triple b has done stuff uh, on the west coast plenty of times they have the soul search uh, fury show coming up uh in a couple weeks and obviously yeah. days has um you know some california band signed uh, uh, you've worked uh, with Tsunami, so th- that would totally make sense for you guys to do something um, out here on the bus. With that. I-, I think that would be really awesome. Yeah, part of the problem with it is, and this is kind of just like bullshit with the coordination of it all, is um, personally, we like Streets of Hate doesn't have a lot of Cali bands associated with the label. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that makes it a little hard to figure out you know, what bands uh, that we do have that we would be able to make, uh, make it work out to, to go there. 
Um, so that's a, a bit of a challenge, but yeah, I, I guess that means we just need to, uh, start talking to more bands from the, the West coast, you know? Yeah. Do you pay attention to what's going on? Cause obviously I, I know, um, you have that working relationship with tsunami and a, a lot of those guys were up there in the Bay, but do you pay attention to the other parts of California? Cause there's a uh, you know, ton of good bands from all the other good scenes out here. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, I do my best to check out every single band that I see pop up on anybody's feed that I'm friends with from out there or anywhere really, you know, um, mm-hmm. And uh, there just just that hasn't been anything that worked out um, just yet. So maybe that'll change in the future. I don't know, but it's uh, something that, like I said, like as we started to talk about this, it's something I became a little bit more aware of. Um, so I'm now um, putting a little bit of a, a more conscious effort into looking into like paying attention to what bands I would like to work with from from out over there. You know, so for that's, sure. Uh, hopefully, something that'll change in the near future. And any thought to like give this uh, showcase like a like a proper name, or is it just fine with uh, Streets of Hate Days Triple B Showcase? I'm fine with that, man. For now, you know, maybe uh, if it turns into like I said, I mean, it's it's too soon to say that it's going to be something that actually ever happens again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to put too much thought into it until it feels a little bit more concrete. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll we'll come up with some sort of some sort of uh, tagline for it. But I'm fine with just the the three labels names being uh, you know listed out and then showcase showcasing the, the bands on each one you know for sure and i'm there's, like there's also go ahead. sorry there's also a lot of crossover between all of us you know like we all work with similar bands or you know work together with certain bands so it, it worked out in that uh effect as well yeah and that is true but i'm uh, trying to think back through like my history of hardcore i can't really think of uh, multiple labels coming together and doing something cool like this because obviously um, like we mentioned earlier street um from within records had their showcase and then i, I think back to like face down records used to do face down fest so i i, I definitely love when um, labels uh you know can showcase their their roster because obviously uh, bands go on tour and uh, do promotion that way but for them to all come together to one place i always feel like that's like way more special yeah, it's a it's a cool thing, and like yeah, like you said, it's not really something that uh, I think has ever happened before. Um, you know, uh, with all three labels, we're kind of working together on it. So um, I think it's it's cool to have that relationship with both Days and Triple B for us. So we're able to to make it work. For sure. Well, I'm, I'm definitely happy to see that it happened and I'm happy to hear that it, it went well from uh, so many different people, from people from the East Coast. Like I said, my friends from the West Coast who um, traveled out there and then even seeing videos, I'm, I'm definitely happy that it all worked out well for all of you guys. Yeah, it was a great time. But, you know, every band had a, a, a fairly good set, even, you know, even the ones that played super early in the openers, they all had played to a couple hundred people and had people, you know, uh, going off for their set so it was it was all good okay all right i want to move on to a band from tampa called point of contact uh, a lot yeah. of people uh were not really sure the future of that band and i'm friends with uh some of the members and even me kind of bugging them behind the scenes like hey like what's going on um is there going to be a final show and uh things are just so up in the air nobody really knew but then out of nowhere 
here comes point of contact with vengeance with streets of hate where did this come yeah. from because it was a, a surprise to me because I, I had a bunch of people reaching out to me like hey like did you know about this and i'm like this is just uh, a surprise to me is this you because like obviously i knew um, by seeing stuff on social media that they were in the studio doing stuff but i just didn't know and, and i didn't even ask because i was just happy to see them um, just moving forward with the band because when i heard that they were maybe gonna hang it up it, it got me really sad because they had a, a U.S. tour that didn't really happen, and I was literally going to drive to Vegas to see them on that tour because I love that band so much, and I've been lucky enough to see them in Florida twice. I was at the Commitment record release show, and then I saw them at FYA, but it's just right. like I didn't feel like I had got my fix for them, and I'm still such a huge fan of them, so to see them come out with something new, especially with Streets of Hate, I was like, okay, this is so sick. I'm so stoked on it, so how did this all come together? Yeah, so... um I've uh, I've been a fan of Point of Contact since the LP came out on Pleasure Case initially, um, and I was you know I was aware of them. I'd seen them a couple of times, um, but I was never I never really knew them. Um, but then this past past uh, March or April, I want to say uh, Nicole and I went to Atlanta for the House of Disorder fest that happened there, um, and uh, Jose, who sings in Point of Contact, was also there. Um, with Heath from Invoke, shout out to him. Um, so we we all hung out and uh, we met and got along really well, and you know we kept in touch. And then um, you know when they started, I guess writing or talking and recording, um, he reached out and was like, "Hey, would you have any interest in doing this? You know, um, if not, no worries. But you know, let me know what you think." And um, I was he sent me some rough tracks of the songs, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down." You know, I, like I said, I've always been a fan of the band. Um, the stuff sounded really cool. Um, so I was, I was all for it. It came together pretty quick. Like I wasn't sure, um, you know, since we, we only did a tape for it, um, it was, it came like executing, it was fairly easy. So it was like, you know, they, we got it together and then put it out basically like a month or so later. So, um, that, and that was just about a month ago, I think from, from today. Um, so yeah, it, it came together pretty easy and, uh, you know, the songs are cool and people were into it. So. I was uh, happy to happy to do it. 100%. Yeah, I, I feel like they're just um, a gem when I think about Florida hardcore and just like, discovering that band and just being such a fan. I, I'm just like really happy that they decided to move forward with the band and put out new music because I feel like all those guys are so talented and I, I just feel like there's just so much. Uh, there's still things to do like for them with that band because I, I feel like for what they had um, already accomplished with um, you know all the way up to commitment, I was like, all right, this is awesome. Like they have like longevity if they want it. Um, so I, I'm happy that they're still here and that they put out some new stuff because I'm definitely looking forward to the future of Point of Contact. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, see him again. You know, I haven't seen him. I don't think I've seen him since uh, FYA when they played uh, in 2020. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I flew out to Florida well, last year and they did like a one off show uh, with, with Magnitude like the night before because um, I was in Pensacola. Um, so I went to go hang out with Carter and it was the Burning Strong record release show that right. I flew out for. And yeah, Point of Contact played the night before. So I, I like texted Jose. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, please tell me you guys are playing Pensacola. And uh, unfortunately, they, they weren't on or weren't going to do that. It was just like a special thing that one night. So I was pretty bummed that I was like, you know, one night too late. So I'm definitely happy that I get to see them again in the future. Yeah, I don't know uh, how often they'll be playing, but I know they'll definitely be playing. So I'm sure you'll see them. 
Okay. And you mentioned Heath. Um, uh, not sure where he's at these days, but uh, a while back, uh, Streets of Hate posted, um, uh, working with Invoke. Uh, can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, he's been a friend of Nicole and mine uh, for a while, you know, just being around him at shows and stuff. We just got along uh, pretty well. And, um, you know, just like every other band, like even the same thing with Point of Contact after the, the pandemic or whatever, I wasn't sure to what capacity they were going to exist. But then at um, at FYA this past year, he brought it up to me. It was like, hey, we have these songs. You know, we're we're starting to talk about doing something else. Would you want to do it? And it, funny enough, actually, we had talked in the past about doing the um, the invo- like some a release for the a physical release for the Invoke and MH Chaos split that came out, but it didn't work out. I I you know passed the buck on it and or whatever. I dropped the ball on it. Whatever you want to say, um, stupidly. You know, I regretted it ever since, but. Um, so I was glad that he, he brought it up to me again and asked if we wanted to, uh, to do that new promo tape for them. Um, so yeah, that around FYA is when that start, those conversations started happening. So, uh, you know, I was happy to see that it, they actually did get the songs together and, uh, recorded and, you know, we put it out and everybody was like, same thing as point of contact. People were super into it, super receptive of it. Um, and yeah, I think it's their best stuff yet. Yeah. I, I just wonder if they... Um, we'll find more time to do stuff because obviously Heath, um, he's uh, always traveling with Magnitude, which is sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if he's traveling with him to um, Europe, but um, a- anytime I see him, it's uh, he's always with Magnitude. So I-, I can understand why it's probably hard to do invoke stuff when Magnitude's always so busy traveling the world. Yeah, I, well, I don't want to speak for them, but I, I do think that um, the promo coming out and people being really into it and the songs going over fairly well um, made them excited about maybe doing some more stuff. So you might see some more music from them. I don't know at what point or when, but I think I know that they're, they've been writing some more stuff. So, uh, you know, there may be something else that comes out again, nothing, nothing concrete with that. Um, and if it does happen, I, I think we're going to be going to be putting it out, whatever ends up being, um, you know, we've spoken about it very briefly, but, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be some more invoke songs coming out in the, in the near or not so near future. For sure. Yeah. As long as that door is not closed. Yeah. Cause I, I think uh, what that band is doing um, is awesome, but obviously um, they're not full time. So I feel like we just got to appreciate uh, what they do while we can. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I um, want to uh, pause on streets of hate for a second, but I'm just curious um, what it's like for you to um, be friends with the guys in mind Force, but to see them uh, have this crazy come up, right? It's, it's this band from your local area. And uh, over the you know past couple of years, they've grown to become one of the biggest bands in hardcore. And I'm just curious, um, what's that like for you to see, um, uh, you know, your friends and also a, a local band from your scene, you know, get to that position to be so well known, uh, not just in our country, but across the world. Yeah, I, I think, I came to this realization. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious, but like seeing them at Sound and Fury, and just seeing them like at all the shows they played post um, Swing and Swords and Excalibur coming out. You know, they've they've continued to grow, but Sound and Fury was like at the point where I was like, I think I think Mind Force is like the biggest band from our area ever. Like, like the first thing that comes to your mind, at least for me, when or when you think of the Hudson Valley generally is all out war. Mm-hmm. And I think they're at a point where they're bigger than all out war ever was. Um, you know, I think they, they have more listeners than they 
ever did. And it's just because of the accessibility of listening to it, probably. But even like the the amount they play is, is crazy. I mean, I, the, the, and like the crowd reactions are, have just been insane, you know? So it's, it's really cool to see that. And like, like you said, like they're close friends of mine. I've been friends with them for a really long time. So to see them, uh, you know, getting the appreciation that I think they, they deserve. Um, and they definitely do deserve is, is, is awesome to see. Um, and there's definitely like no end in sight of that. You know, I think they're just going to continue to grow that now that there's new records out. So I, I'm happy to see or excited to see, you know, how that goes and, and where that takes them, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. I give all respect to them because obviously they've been doing hardcore for a, a really long time and, and I'm happy to see them, uh, you know, get the love and respect that they deserve because uh, the, the the music's awesome and everybody in that band that I've interacted with has been great. So uh, whenever I see them doing well, it, it makes me happy because I know it's well-deserved. Yeah. They're like the type of band and this is rare, you know, like they're the type of band that like, no matter who I talk to, I don't, I don't, and I, nobody is like, nobody talks shit about them. Nobody, I, I know very few people that don't actually like them and nobody's like bummed that they're doing so well. Like everybody's really hyped for them. So I think that helps too. You know what I mean? Like people being generally excited about a band doing well, um, you know, boost morale kind of like everywhere, especially locally. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I do love it. I love to see it. For sure. And, uh, not switching too far off of them, but, um, Earlier, uh, you put out the, the split with uh, Wick of Phase and uh, Pillars of Ivory, and I tried so hard to do this podcast, but it just um, obviously schedules weren't lining up, so it just didn't happen. But I wanted to obviously bring both parties together because I, I thought that was such a cool split. And when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, this is such like a cool idea." Because obviously uh, two different styles, but obviously everybody's um, you know like into hardcore, and it all just came together. And I thought it was an awesome split. But I'm just curious from your perspective, um, you know, how did that come together and what did you think of that um, as a final product? Um, so it came together. Um, so I'm good friends with Matt Wren, who does Dark Medicine. And through that, I eventually ended up meeting Adam, who is Wikiphase. And mm -hmm. I, I, I was a, a fan of Wikiphase prior to that. Um, so I kind of like, you know, made a point to become friends with him just because I was such a big fan of his music and, you know, kind of a fanboy to an extent, not in like a weird way, but like I'm very into his, his music. And at that point I was when the split started getting talked about um, and Matt knew that. So we, we started hanging out and then uh, Adam ended up being really into POI when the demo came out and maybe it was said, I don't remember who said it initially, but it, somebody, I think it was him. He was like, I would do like some sort of collaborative thing with POI if I could, or like maybe a split or something. And I was like, I think they would do it. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I've never talked to Jay or Aaron or any of those guys about Wikiphase specifically. So I didn't know, you know, if they were even knew what it was or what, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so it came up and then they were, they were down. Uh, and it, it actually started like the, the whole process started like even before uh, the Leviticus record came out. I think that the songs were actually recorded. The POI songs were actually recorded right around the same time that the, the third demo Leviticus was uh, written and recorded as well. So it had been kind of a long time coming. 
um, I think I want to say like almost a year before the record actually came out, they recorded and wrote their songs. So it was like this long process. And Adam is obviously very, was, you know, very busy doing his own thing, you know, with Wicker Phase and everything else that he does. So there was no, it was kind of a wait and see type thing. Like this is going to happen, but it's who knows when, um, you know, and then uh, it started coming together and then, you know, the, the, the figured out the art. We all worked together on figuring out like what the artwork was going to be and everything. We were all involved. So it was really cool to work like as a group to, to figure that out. You know, Matt and I did a lot of the, you know, like we picked the guy to do the art, but the concept was like kind of a, a collaborative thing that we all spent a decent amount of time talking about. And uh, yeah, I think the, the end result was, uh, was pretty cool. Actually, it's funny that you bring it up because I, I listened to the split today. Um, while I was doing some work around the house for the first time in a while. And I, I think it still hits, you know, I think it's all really all this, some of the best songs from, from both parties um, that they've put out so far. Uh, so the fact that it came out almost a year ago and I still feel that way and I'm, I'm not like uh, bored of listening to it is, is pretty cool for me. Um, and obviously, like, like I said, I'm a big fan of what Wicked Phase does. Um, I love Aaron. I love Death Threat. I love Mind Force. I love Jay. Jay's one of my, my very best friends um, and Jack as well with Age of Apocalypse. So to be able to do that with them is uh, was really cool. And uh, when the idea came together initially, I was like, ah, this is, you know, this is such an off the wall idea. I don't know if it's actually ever going to happen. And if it does happen, I don't know what people are going to say or feel about it. But people were into it, too. Uh, you know, it wasn't like that weird of a thing once it came together. So, um, yeah, I was pretty hyped on it. Still am, you know. For sure. Yeah. When I first heard it, 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 it didn't sound off the wall to me. To me, it, it just was like, okay, this is an awesome pairing. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. I would like yeah, to I see. Mean, we, Go ahead. I was going to say Wicked Phase is like not a thing that's for everybody. You know, it's like mm -hmm. very, it's very is what it is type, type style of uh, music. Um, so, you know, the people who are into hardcore obviously are in, no, aware of it to an extent, you know, so I, I don't think it was too, far-fetched of an idea but uh yeah i didn't see anybody talking shit about it either so but maybe i wasn't really looking that hard for that yeah i um i didn't really see anything uh, too negative about it um but i've always thought it'd be cool to see like a wicca phase poi like x kubrick like weekend or something somewhere uh, just kind of i just kind of grab all those people and try to do like a sick run because I feel like the audience is there people would be into it yeah so it's funny that you say that it's so like there was multiple almost poi wikipedia shows planned there was actually to a point where there was a uh, two record release weekends one on the east coast and one on the west coast that were being talked about in venues for both were worse where like the holds were put on them things were set in motion and then like this was like kind of when the pandemic was not totally like resolved yet or you know whatever you want to say mm -hmm. so it all fell apart and it didn't happen um and then you know conflicting schedules they just never got picked up and figured out again but it's not totally it's not something that's totally out of the question um but you know now that things are ramping up to be back to normal essentially um, who knows what Adam's schedule is going to be like? So uh, who knows what's going to happen with it? But that is a, a something that I would love to see. Also, you know, for a sure. proper like celebration for the the split, you know, to some extent. Hundred percent. 
I met Adam one time uh, when I was in Wilkes-Barre last time. I, I was at the uh, Dark Medicine headquarters, and he, he was there. And I, I'd never met him before. Obviously, I, I know um, who he is as a person, but I got introduced to him, and it was funny. Um, he was watching um, UFC, and, and at that time, he was like watching every UFC like in chronological order. And um, like I was there with Nate Prosciutti, um, and he was just like he, he told Adam, he's like, hey, he's like Jamie's really into MMA. And uh, he started asking me questions. And we seriously sat there for like uh, probably two hours just like nerding out about MMA. And I was like, I had no idea that he was even into that. So I, I was like, OK, I like this guy even more because his music's awesome. Uh, everybody's always said nice things about him, but meeting him in person and finding out that we had this like um, shared love of MMA and to be able to talk about it for so long. Like we didn't even talk about music. We literally just talked about MMA for two hours. It was like one of the uh, coolest things that I did while I was out there. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was into it either, personally. I mean, I know he's like he's big into wrestling and stuff like that, but yeah, MMA, not something I'm totally tapped into. So, but yeah, that's cool. You guys got to bond over that. Yeah, chop it up. Okay, uh, end of one. You're rocking the merch. Can you talk about them? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, they're uh, so they're kind of an extension of um, m- me growing up and uh looking up to guys like jay and, and mike shaw yeah, as like a younger person um the end of one was a band that they had they had always spoken highly of but it was never something that like it's not like there, there wasn't at the time and we're talking like you know 10 plus years ago there wasn't any way to find anything by them like i i it, i just had happened to stumble across a record store that had a copy of their like the seven inch of theirs um after like years of jay hyping them up to me so before i get into that but just a a little background of the band they're they're from the hudson valley um they existed in the 90s um they are members of all out war they pre before they joined all out war essentially like it's the guys that would eventually join all out war to play on the for those who were crucified and condemned to suffer records and some of the guys in end of one previously and currently are still in all out war. Um, so there's that kind of line. Um, and so it's a similar style to what all out war plays, maybe a little bit more focused on the death metal than hardcore or, or metalcore, whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what they are, what they were historically up until this point. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I got, I was introduced to them by Jay and Mike, more or less. And, uh, we, I, oh, through them, I met Beatle, who is the singer of end of one. Um, and we, we became really close over the years. He's, he's a very close friend of mine. He's actually coming up and staying at my house tonight because we're going to a, uh, a show that they're playing in Syracuse tomorrow with age of apocalypse and moment of truth as part of a weekend that they're all doing together. So he's, he's really close, a really close friend of mine and he's friends with Nicole as well. Um, so we developed this friendship and then there was always like talks about them, like maybe playing a show or doing this or doing that. Like that's a thing that bands from here do pretty often is like, they'll just, they'll get together, they'll practice a couple of times and they'll play a random local show. And it, it won't be something that really matters to anybody outside of here. Um, and that's fine. That's like, you know, I think that's an important thing. And that's something that uh, I do like about our scene is the, the bands from here, they, they, you will maybe be able to get to see them, even if like nobody else knows them. 
outside of here. So that's what end of one always was. Um, but then like they actually did get together and start run. So before that, Jay had the idea of doing a so, sort of like a re compiling of all of their uh, recorded output and putting it out on streaming and as a, some sort of physical release with like working together with me on it and releasing it through Streets of Hate. He helped kind of facilitate some of that. Um, and then once that came together, they were excited that people were into it and they started writing and practicing like actually. Um, and that wasn't the expectation when we, we released the stuff initially, but it, it's just what happened. Um, so eventually that led to uh, putting out, we, we put out a, a new EP of theirs a couple months ago and they've been playing some shows, you know, in, in the Hudson Valley and they played the showcase in Brooklyn. And like I said, they're playing Syracuse tomorrow and then they're playing the Hudson Valley again on Sunday. So they're uh, very much like, you know, they're more active than any other band of their caliber as far as like being like local legends, quote unquote. Um, at least, you know, within our scene. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Um, it was, uh, again, not the intent, but I'm not upset about how it ended up being. I'm actually really excited because people it's, uh, shining a light on something that was kind of like a well-kept secret for a long time. But, you know, there was like weird pockets of people that knew about them. Like people in Europe knew people in Japan knew people in the Hudson Valley knew, and that was kind of it. But then once, uh, you know, once they got back together and like, you know, Mind Force has always said there's some sort of end of one influence to their music or like they've spoken about them on different platforms over the years. So it's like some, a name that's been tossed around, but I think people being able to like hear it and like, you know, see it now is uh, making it a little bit more of a, a, a real thing, you know, which is I like to see. I love that you have, uh, you know, that much respect and uh, you, you care about the, the lore and the history of your scene and to, to see you to be able to work with a, a, a band, um, you know, from, you know, long time ago. I, I, I think that's sick. And for this relationship to spawn into something that you didn't even think it, it was going to be, uh, that's even cooler. And for them to get out there and to get, you know, way more fans um, than before based off uh, just, you know, having streaming these days, it's so easy for people to, check out new bands, stumble across new bands. So it's only, I think, a cool story to see them, uh, you know, pop back up and do new stuff and have people fuck with it and then um, have the option to even listen to the older stuff because uh, having the, the re-release, I, I think that's really important too, to show, uh, you know, all the older stuff and to, you know, show the growth with the new music. Yeah, it's, it's almost like listening to the new stuff. It's almost hard to go back and listen to the old stuff because like it was so hard compiling everything. And like there was no original masters that were accessible. It was all like random like sessions that we kind of piecemealed together. And the, the quality of it isn't the best, but it wasn't like at the time when we were planning it, the quality wasn't really a concern. It was just like, let's just get this out there and see what happens. See if anybody even cares. Mm -hmm. Even if five people listen to it, I don't care. I just I, I like this band and I, I want to see this happen. And that's something like I'm doing with other bands from the Hudson Valley, older ones that like aren't easily accessible. Like in the near future, there will be other ones that are up on streaming. We won't be doing any physical releases with it, but I'm, I'm kind of working with, um, you know, behind the scenes trying to get these things out there because it, it is something that I, I'm, like you said, I, to a fault, like I, I, I love where I, I love the music that comes from where I'm at. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's some of my favorite stuff. 
Um, and I think the style of hardcore that's popular right now, these bands from here will be something that like hardcore kids in this day and age like. So just having it up there, like I said, even if five people get into it, whatever, I think that that's important, you know, at least to me. No, yeah, and I'm sure there's gonna be people who um, probably want to hear that you don't even know about, right? Because you, you got to think the kind of reach, like you know, like I don't know anybody these days that doesn't have either Spotify or Apple Music or or even uh, you know YouTube uh, just to get older stuff out there. Because there's some hardcore albums that like it only lives on YouTube, right? I like the members uh, probably dropped out or don't even care anymore. They do other stuff, so there's nobody to facilitate putting their older bands on these uh, DSPs because they probably think nobody cares, but there's people out there who are wishing that that stuff is on there to have that um, accessibility because um, it's not like back in the day where everybody has like their whole library on their um, iPods uh, and, uh, you know, Zunes or whatever people were using back in the day because, um, you know, um, that was all like the, the, the manual work that people would do. So all the niche stuff, was um, there because you liked it, but um, these days, like the, a lot of those older bands just aren't there because uh, you know nobody was around today to, you know, like I said, help to facilitate all that. So I, I think it's cool that um, you're going to do something like that because I'm sure uh, it's going to be cool to shine a bigger light on your scene to these bands who people may not even even heard of. Yeah, I mean our our area has a sound, um, and that's like it's uh, that's extended through the current bands from here, like Age of Apocalypse, Mind Force even the newer ones like uh, torture chamber and means of survival and all of that, like those, those bands sound the way they do because of where we're from um, to an extent. They all, these, all, all these bands sound different, mm -hmm. but there's, there's Hudson Valley flavors kind of sprinkled throughout all of them. And uh, yeah, being able to kind of see the origins, like the original early eighties um, and nineties hardcore um, that, that comes from is, uh, you know, something I, I, even if it's uh, for nobody but myself, uh, I want to do the work to, to get it out there. So that's what um, I'm doing. I appreciate your dedication because that's awesome. Because I always love meeting people and knowing people who actually care about their local scene, especially like the, the, the level that you do. So I, I definitely respect that. And I'm uh, stoked to see you you know, put out that work in the future. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it'll, it'll uh, hopefully it'll come together soon. I mean, I... I these particular things that I'm working on, and I'll just say them is um, this uh, this band Eye to Eye, who's from here, uh, Beneath the Remains, another one, and then Through Blood Were Born. Those are like the three that um are like kind of next in line to to come out. It, it, it's all I have all the digital stuff sorted out. It's just a matter of getting like the artwork sorted and revamped and eventually uploaded to streaming. So the ball is in my court right now. But I've been so busy with everything else that I haven't I haven't been able to dedicate the time to get it done. But um, I would say probably before the end of the year, that'll all be up on streaming um, for people to hear. So look out for that. Okay. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, you mentioned uh, Means of Survival. I'm uh, a fan of that band, but I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, uh, what is their reception like? Are, are kids out there, um, you know, fucking with the band? Are, are they doing cool stuff? Because I'm happy to see them getting out there and playing more shows because sometimes you'll see a, a band pop up, have a cool demo, but kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe take some time to start getting busy, but it seems like they put out the demo and it seems like they're just, uh, you know, pretty active um, out there playing shows. Yeah, they, um, I mean, they're, they're definitely doing their thing and, you know, in the, in the Northeast, they're playing a shit ton right now. Um, and people are into it for sure. You know, not even like people locally, like people 
from the surrounding scenes and stuff like they i think they played connecticut and pa like at this point more than they've played shows here like they they just played they played one show here um which was a terror show that i booked it was terror pain of truth and them and a couple other bands but yeah like that was their first local show they they've mostly played out of area which is not something that's common for for bands from here so it's cool to see you know and um you know those like you said like those guys are cool i'm I'm cool with all of them and uh the singer tony specifically he's like one of the he's a little bit older than me he's like you know probably in his mid-30s or whatever but he was like one of the slightly older guys that was like really really cool to me when i was coming into the scene as a young like teenager mm-hmm. um and we, we've been friends for for a decent while so to see him in a band that's uh actually getting out there and playing um is, is really cool so I'm, I'm psyched for them and they're they're awesome uh, i think their stuff's really good too so it's cool to see that for sure no that, that that's only cool to hear because I'm, I'm a fan of the band definitely dig the demo so i'm hoping uh you know all that hard work because it's, it's not easy to to hit the road and uh play all those shows uh you know in a bunch of different areas so for them to be able to get it together and um, you know get at it I, I i think it's awesome and i hope uh you know the, the kids out there that are going to those shows are definitely paying attention to them yeah i'm excited to hear about they, they say they just did like this little tour uh, i don't know how long it was five days or something like that um along the east coast mostly um and playing some new some new areas and stuff um and i'm going to be seeing guys from that band at a show that's here on sunday so i'm excited to talk to them about it and uh, see how it went okay well that's definitely awesome and i want to touch on another band from your area um age of apocalypse uh you know I'm a huge fan of that band. They they came out, played program, and that shit was insane. So I'm I'm definitely happy to to see them getting a, a lot of love because, uh, you know, starting to talk to anybody from your area, um, that was one band that everybody always uh, gave high praise to, um, before they started getting out there and, and doing a lot of stuff. So to to see them be able to get out there and um, get a lot of love, it m- makes me happy because I love their music. I I have like a a long sleeve right here. This that yellow one right there that's a that's an age of apocalypse long oh, yeah. sleeve uh, i i love that band it's, it's like yeah it has like a yin yang on it um but but i'm a fan so it's it's cool to see them get out there but um, i'm just curious obviously from your perspective uh th- those are your friends but uh, another local band to, to get out there and do cool shit but I, i'm just curious um on your opinion on them i love them i mean I, if it's if that's not obvious um but they're they're like Mind Force is the best band from here, the biggest band from here, globally. Mm-hmm. But Age of Apocalypse is like actually my favorite. Um, they're just doing something that's so specific, um, and it's not something that like is gonna be like everybody's gonna be into. But they do it so well, and it's it's working for them, and they do have a big fan base, and they are continuing to grow. And you know, seeing that is is great. Like I've I've been friends with those guys for since I was like. A freshman in high school I've, I've been even before that like i've i've known of uh, some particular people in that band terry and, and dylan specifically um so to see them like and i've seen hundreds of bands that they've been in and they you know they play a couple shows locally and then they move on to the next band and they do the next one and the next one and the next one and that's always been the thing but they find like seeing them finally like dialing it in and getting the recognition and the, i mean this is this is the first band that's like it's worth like not to sh- shit talk them, but it's the first band that's worthy of the attention too. Like it's it's really like really really dialed in and really really good at what they're doing. And uh, I don't think they would take offense to that. You know, they 
it is what it is. Um, but I, yeah, I do love them. You know, they're, like I said, they're my favorite band from here right now, easily. Um, I'm, I'm seeing them twice this weekend and I, it's, I'm excited, just as excited as I was when I saw them for the first time, however many years ago that was, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm a very, very big fan and I, I love to see them getting the, uh, you know, growing, getting more fans, getting these sick reactions. Like their set at the showcase was probably my favorite. Um, it was just, uh, it was the best set of theirs that I had seen. Um, the vibe was great. Like people were going off that I didn't even know, you know, which mm. is, I, I, I always love to see that. So that, uh, yeah, I love them. That's, I can't say enough good things about them. Yeah. I, I could see them doing like, like a full U.S. tour, doing something crazy, and get on w- with like a bigger band, just because I, I feel like their sound and uh, just the way that they perform, like I, I feel like it's uh, you know pretty professional, and the sound is is awesome, and uh, could uh, attract you know more kids um, outside of our hardcore bubble. If that makes sense. Totally, yeah, and they that's that works because they, I mean it, they can draw that different type of fan in, but also they get the. Re- the respect and attention from like just like the, your average Joe hardcore kid too. So it's uh it, that's a big something that'll work in their favor. For sure. Well, I'm hoping all the best for them. Uh, shout out age of apocalypse. Um, want to switch gears. I want to, I'm here about your time. Uh, Cause you went overseas for uh, uh, I'm not sure how many dates of that uh, uh, triple B takeover um, went, went over to, to Europe. I, I'm just curious uh, how long were you there and uh, what was that trip like for you? So Nicole and I went to France on our own, um, just separately from all that. Okay. It just so happened that we, 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 went, we went just for like vacation just to go to, and hang out in Paris together. Oh, wow. Um, it just so happened that while we were there at the, the very last day of our trip, the day before we flew back, um, that Triple B show tour was playing Paris as well. Um, and it was the leg that was with Restraining Order, The Fight, Magnitude, Dead Heat. I think that's all. Maybe I'm forgetting another band. I'm not sure. No, I think that's all. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Um, but yeah, so it just, you know, we're friends with all those guys. They're all from the East Coast, so, besides Dead Heat. But again, those those are, you know, all people we've known for years and some really close friends of ours. So being able to, um, while going out there and, you know, being able to see the city and spend time together, just Nicole and I, but also at the, the end of it, being able to see all of our friends from back home. Um, and it was like one of the best shows we've ever been to, you know, like it was, it was insane. I had never, like, it was one of them. I was, I left that show, like feeling more excited than I have in, in a, very, a long time, just going to like regular shows here, um, wherever that may be. Um, so just the whole, the whole thing was, was crazy. Um, yeah, it was a really good time. I, every band killed it. I mean, oh, Warfare was the other band that played Shout out Warfare. Great band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I knew the show was going to be good. Like, Warfare opened, and, like, there was people, like, singing along and moshing, which is, like, not that Warfare doesn't deserve that, but, like, they were the opening band on this whole thing, and, like, they don't play that often. They're, like, you know, it's a it's a very, you know, specific thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were into it there, which is, you know, that was, like, oh, wow, this is off to a good start, and it just got progressively better from there. Um, so, yeah, definitely really lucky to have been there for that uh, and seen that. And at what point did you realize that the the tour and your vacation was going to line up? Because I think that's pretty crazy, right? Of all places in the world, of all times, um, for it to work out like that, I just feel like that's crazy and, and really cool. 
Yeah. So we were planning the trip in July, kind of no matter what. Um, so, and like that whole triple B showcase or triple B, whatever you want to call it tour, the first and the second leg was basically the whole month of July, I want to say. So it was either, if we were going there, we were going to see probably one of the two legs of it while we were in, in Paris, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so it just, it just worked out that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely crazy timing actually while we were there too. We ended up see, being able to see Despise because they played some festival like right outside of Paris uh, with Terror and and One Step Closer and Dare. So we saw a bunch of people from out here while we were out there, but we didn't go out there specifically for either one of those things. It just so it just so happened to be that. Wow, that's so crazy! But that's yeah. cool. That 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 that's really cool that you're able to obviously enjoy your your personal vacation, but and then it's like, oh hey, there's these really cool hardcore things going on. Like let's definitely go to those. Yeah. So the the fest that I, I was talking about that terror and all those bands played was called the Super Bowl hardcore. And it was in a city called Ren. Uh, we didn't plan on going there. We just like, we flew in and then like the night, the day after we got to France is when the uh, terror and despise were playing. So we were like, it's like a two hour drive. I'll just rent a car and like, let's just go, you know? Mm -hmm. So we spent the weekend, we spent the weekend in Ren. And then saw the show and then went back to Paris and we're there for like a week. And then we saw the rest of the guys who were at the triple B show. So the beginning and the end were filled with um, kind of familiar faces. And then all the time in between, we were able to like, you know, kind of explore the, the city and, and hang out and do our own thing, which was, yeah, it was a good dynamic. And what was it like um, driving in another country? Or is that something that you're used to or were you just like, fuck it? Like we got to make this work. No. <laughs> no, I was not used to it. I was nervous about it too. I mean, like, I, cause I, I wasn't sure, like, am I right? What drive, what side of the road am I driving on? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the uh, speed limit signs there are in kilometers, not miles. Um, so same thing with like the, the like mile gauge on the car. So like, I didn't know how fast I was going at any time. I also didn't see any cops. So if I was speeding, whatever it worked, yeah. it was fine. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was mostly like, it was like driving like on a, just like a, a back road between the two cities for the most part, pretty straight. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then, yeah, it was, you know, we didn't, we didn't drive much when or at all when we were in the city of Paris itself. We, we picked up the rental car, drove to Rennes and then dropped it off when we got back to Paris on whatever that Sunday. Um, so it was, uh, it wasn't that hard to do, but I was definitely, I was definitely stressed about it, uh, when we first got there, but it, it worked out. And the vibes of that Super Bowl of Hardcore Fest, does it feel just like any other hardcore show? Because I've never been to that part of the world, let alone a, a hardcore show in that part of the world. So I'm just curious, like, what it's like when um, you're entering, uh, you know, that arena. Is it like, is it, does it feel like a hardcore show or is it uh, something totally different? It was something totally different. Um, it was like outdoors. There were bands that were not exactly hardcore playing. Okay. The, pe the people in attendance were like just like people that liked live music but there was plenty of also regular hardcore kids there so it was like it was like weird um to an extent but there was so many people from here there like i said there like one step closer was there dare was there judiciary um terror despised so there was like enough familiar faces and we did actually meet some people um from the france hardcore scene generally that uh we, we became friends with um so it wasn't too weird of a thing but it definitely didn't feel like uh, any other fest that i or show i've been to here mm -hmm. um 
but it was a good time. It was, it was, it was cool. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome for bands like, you know, when, when I think a band or I think about a band like Dare, who's like, you know, from down the street, um, you know, my friends playing that band. So to think that, you know, a band from here could play on the other side of the world, it's something like that. I, I think it's cool. So for something like that to, to go down, I, I think it's um, definitely cool to hear about it. So um, I, I would like to experience uh, hardcore in different parts of the world. Um, you know, at some point I'll go to something international, but I just haven't done that yet. Yeah, I try and like anywhere I go, whether it is a trip specifically for hardcore or not, I try and like see what we can do about like going to a, a show or seeing, you know, what the scene is like there. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty with social media, it's pretty easy to, to figure that out nowadays. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's definitely something I, I, I actively do and I suggest doing for anybody that that hasn't, you know. 100%. Yeah, I, I definitely want to uh, get to a show in your area one day, because uh, when I think about the crop of bands that are, um, you know, from there and, and the type of, um, you know, scene that you guys have just from an outsider looking in, it's like, damn, I want to get out there one day and, and experience a real show out there in the Hudson Valley. Yeah, you got to come out. I mean, there's, you know, there's not much going on here, but we got what we got and we're more than welcome to uh, share it with you. You got enough friends out here, we can make it work true very true yeah we'll we'll, we'll definitely make it happen one day it's definitely on, on my list of things to do um okay uh but uh want to bring up another band that um you're working with uh a, a newer band uh new world man which i'm uh yeah. you know, pretty stoked about i i definitely want to see them one day uh, i'm sure it'll, it'll happen at some point but when i listen to that i'm just like oh this is so and honestly i don't even know who's in the band except for um uh why am i drawing a blank on his name um uh, but I only know a few members of the band, but I'm just curious, yeah. um, uh, you know, where does that relationship start? And um, do you know how the whole thing came together? Because I'm just so curious because obviously, like, I feel like it just kind of came out of nowhere one day. Yeah. So uh, when I was talking about Invoke earlier, this is uh, the same. The, the, the conversation about New World Man was happening at FYA last year mm -hmm. um, when when Heath and I were talking about the uh, the new Invoke promo songs um because he's in the band he plays drums and then ridge from life's question and pain of truth um it sings in the band and it was just um it was just them two and when we were at fya it was like we we traveled all day we got there Heath had also drove driven like all day to get there and we were at the pre-show and he was the first person i saw nicole and i saw he was like, yo, like, I got to show you this. And I, he was like, show me like these really shitty ass sounding recordings of, of New World Man. And I was like, all right, man, that's cool. Whatever. I can't really tell what's going on here. But mm -hmm. yeah, it sounds cool. He was like, yeah, you know, Ridge and I are doing it together. And it, it sounded good. Like, I, but it was like, I, he was just like, he had his phone like to my ear. So it was just like a funny thing. And we were like at a show. So whatever. Yeah. But we started talking about it then. He was like, if you like it, you want to do something with it. Maybe, maybe when it comes together, we'll figure it out. I was like, I'm probably down for whatever you do. Like just once it comes together, let me know. It was like, there was no like timing associated with it. Like, I mean, that was in January and the thing, like the EP came out in like July, I want to say. So it took, they took their time getting it done for the most part, like Ridge and Heath wrote and recorded like the kind of the, the main parts of the song. And then they, picked the rest of the lineup um and they got mike shaw to play guitar and he played some of like the solos that are on the recording um so he was involved in it um and then 
Jared, who plays bass in Invoke, plays bass for for them, and Mike Body, who's in Regulate, is the other guitarist. Shout and out I Mike think Body. Maybe, yeah, shout out him. Um, I think maybe one day uh, Abby from Life's Question may also play guitar. So they might. There potentially we'll have three guitarists the next time they play live, but I'm not sure. That would be sick. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, three guitar players. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not always necessary, but for a band like that, I think it makes sense and it would be cool. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Okay, and obviously, I'm you. You put it out, so I'm, I'm sure you saw how stoked people were on on that band. But uh, but I'm, I'm curious, uh, uh, were kids going off at the the showcase for them? Oh yeah, it was sick. Yeah, I mean, like that was like one of the best first shows I've I've seen for a, a new band, um, and for it to be a band that like you know I'm friends with and they work we work with on the label, it was it was really cool to see. Um, yeah, it was it was sick. I'm excited to see them again. I've actually like been obsessed with them since seeing them. Mm-hmm. um like I, I was really into the, the the record obviously when it came out but like seeing them and like seeing how it all like how tight they were live and everything was it just made me like i, I listen i want to listen to them like every single day and i i almost do i love that band i i think they're awesome and for anybody who um, is not in tune should de- definitely check them out uh and i definitely got to give a, a quick shout out um back in 2021 you worked with a uh, choice to make a, a band that i absolutely love i, I actually I, oh, i'm yeah. fortunate enough to get to see them uh next week um so i'm uh, pretty stoked to to be back in wilkesbury and to be able to see choice to make oh you're gonna be at that as a drain show yeah yeah i, I got some Okay. Some like video stuff that I'm doing with uh, Jeff from Feet First. So uh, uh, shout out Jeff. We're doing a couple things. Uh, breaking news. I, I don't think I've really said that publicly, but yeah, doing some stuff while I'm out there, trying to make the most of my trip. Nice. Yeah. I um I'm considering. So that that tour starts tonight in Brooklyn. Obviously, I'm not there. And then they they're playing Connecticut tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to be at that Age of Apocalypse end of one show in Syracuse. So I'm missing like both of the shows that are really close to me. And Wilkes Barre is like just a little bit further than both of those areas. Uh, so I'm considering going to that show. So now that I know you're going, maybe that that might push me to actually go. So maybe I'll see you there. Dude, roll out. That would be sick to, to get I to might. hang I out might. in person. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there. Um, and, and yeah, I'm just a huge fan of uh, Choice to Make. Uh, Nate's a good friend. So whenever I see them out there doing cool stuff, I, I'm definitely gets me stoked. And I uh, just like to shout them out because I know uh, Nate works hard to um, you know keep that band together and write good music. So shout out to them uh, but oh, yeah. uh, last band i, I want to ask you about because uh, you've, you've done so much since the last time that you've been on here i but, know i know <laughs> i know um but uh m- more recently you you put out a, a tape with a band called no pressure which is uh, yes. you know crazy band right um i felt like um w- when the demo first dropped i was just like this band like no question this band's going to be big because just the sound was like they, they nailed it right off the bat so um obviously to see them grow so fast it's obviously well deserved but to, to see you um to be able to work with them i was just curious how did uh, that come together and um you know um, you put out the the tape and the shirt but i, I was just like super stuck on that because it's obviously one, one of the bigger bands going on right now and for you to have that opportunity I, I thought that was like super cool to see you um work with them yeah so harry's been a, a friend of mine for a long time you know we're, we're you know new york hardcore brothers so to speak so you know we've always been around each other and we've i've always been into his bands regulate or whatever so he uh when i saw it come out i didn't know anything about it i'd never i personally 
I've never heard this story so far before. Mm-hmm. I never heard him before. I, I heard no pressure. So I didn't know like what, I didn't know it was going to be like a thing, even though he was like, yo, this is going to be like, it's going to be a big deal or whatever. Not to like, not saying that he thought it was like going to be a, a, this amazing, what it is today, but like, you know, knowing that Parker is what it is and who he is and that the story so far is, you know, what they are. He was like, yeah, it's going to be like, a, it's going to have its own fan base before anybody even hears it. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's, it's one of those things. Um, and it was obviously, but it's also just so good. Like it, it, one of those bands that like, I, I keep saying that, like I said it about Wicca phase and everything else. Like I get like fixated on these things and I love them so much. I listen to them all the time. And I told them straight up, I was like, yo, like I, I love this band. Like I, I, if you guys ever want to do anything, let me know. I, I would love to do it. And I, there was a reach, you know what I mean? Like whatever, like they obviously they're signed to triple B and every, whatever. So I was like, I'm just putting it out there. Like I, I love the band, whatever you guys want to do. If you ever want to do anything, let me know. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I'm friends with him. Have been for years. I met the rest of the guys since no pressure has started and they're, we're, we're all cool. Um, you know, Parker is cool. You know, we, we get along well. Um, I've seen him a number of times and, like I said, just me, I think me just putting it out there that like, I would be interested in working with them and being as supportive as I have. Um, when they were like, yo, we're doing the LP. Do you want to do a cassette version? Nobody else is doing it. I think that's, that's why it ended up working out. Um, so I was definitely happy that they asked and I, I'm very happy to do it. Um, I love the record. I, I love everything they've done. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it worked out. That's so awesome. I, I've, I'm a huge fan of that style of music, but I felt like there was just like a, a lack of newer bands that were good in that uh, in that genre. So w- when they came out, I was just like, I don't need anything else for a really long time because they're so nah. good. Yeah, I like. I mean, that's like a style of music, obviously, I love. But like, I don't. I don't I'm not like super into a ton of bands like that right now. Like, I don't need it, I mean, especially now that they exist. Like you said, like I definitely don't need it as long as I have them. I'm good, you know, like because they do it so well. I mm. mean, like. A new Blink One Eighty Two set song came out today. I think No Pressure is better than anything. <laughs> every No Pressure song is better than that sound. And I listen to that song like multiple times. You know, I'm just being honest. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I, I definitely. Agree. I do like, I do like the Blink One Eighty Two song though. I've seen some people talking shit about it, but I think I listen. I listened to it once. I was like, but I listened. To it, I ended up listening to it like ten times, and I think it's good. Yeah, and I, no I feel better. I feel like that's a, a great segue because when I saw Blink announce their tour, I was like, "Oh no, we have to appreciate No Pressure while we can." Because um, obviously they're doing a lot right in January. They're they're um, uh, going to be out here in uh, California. Um, I'm uh, I never I, I shouldn't say anything, but um, they're they're playing seventeen twenty, um, and then yep. they're they're going um, overseas doing a, a ton of awesome stuff in places that they haven't been yet, which is awesome. I I, I love that they're um getting at it and getting places um where they know that they have fans. But then when that's over, obviously Story So Far is going to be on tour with uh, Blink One Eighty Two, Rise Against, uh, Turnstile, and I, I forget the other band. Um, my apologies, but and it's like yeah. a world tour, so it's like this big deal, and it's just like ah, I think we're gonna have a a dark period for uh, No Pressure, which is totally fine. Like I, I I get it. Um, he has his other band, but it's like okay, let's all appreciate No Pressure in this time while they're doing stuff because it's gonna be a um a while before they come back, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know they're they're grinding and they're doing as much as they can, you know, around the story so far schedule, and that's obviously a very big thing that, you know, 
whatever you can't say no you can't not do the blink 182 thing you know for sure so, but um yeah i'm sure they'll be playing a ton or whatever you know who knows and are you going to attend that blink 182 tour i was looking at potentially buying tickets for it today um they're a little pricey and i don't know i want to go so if i do go I, i'm not opposed to going i would i would go blink 182 is obviously something i've it was like one of the first bands I loved as a kid. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I would, I've never seen them either. So I would like to, um, but it's just like, it's gotta be the right vibe. Like I gotta, I gotta know that like certain people, I gotta coordinate it with uh, people. So I, I'm not just going and sitting in the stands like everybody else. Yeah. I want to like hang out with my friends and like enjoy it if I'm going to go at all. So I got to figure that out. But yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't have any tickets purchased at the moment, but um, I, I'm not opposed to going either. I don't really do like big shows like that often, but um, turn the the fact that Turnstiles on it, it, it makes me a little bit more inclined to go just because it's like it's, I feel like it's so cool to see, you know. Hundred percent. Um, I that that band is insane. Uh, shout out Turnstile. They uh, yeah. uh, uh consistently um, are just growing and doing cool shit. I'm uh, still a fan of that band, so I'm uh, happy to see them on that tour. But but I'm but I'm in the same boat, right? Like I started like majority of my life i've just been going to like hardcore shows uh you know local venues whatever not really doing big concerts um but in my later years like i, I just started going to these k-pop concerts right so this is like a whole new thing going to these arenas and i'm just like oh this is like a, a different experience so when i saw like the the, the blink tour get announced um and then this was before pre-sales went on um, went on sale so i didn't know where they were playing at in la but then when i saw the venue get announced. I'm like, all right, cool. That that's only a, a sick venue. They're playing the Bank Stadium, um, but then uh, talking to some friends out here, um, my buddy Nate kind of pointed out. He's like, hey, there's like this uh, gap in April. It's looking like they're gonna play Coachella. So I'm like, all right, cool. If if they go to Coachella, that's where I, I'd want to see them, just because I feel like I'd that's where I'd get my bang for my buck, right? Because going to a, a concert and just having to, you know, see like that small group of bands, but pay that pricey um, price point and, you know, it, it's a whole thing. So I'm like, all right, if I, yeah. if I see them and I've never seen them before, so I'll be like, all right, cool. It'd be cool to see them, um, you know, back where I grew up and with a, a ton of other cool artists. Cause there's always, um, you know, some bangers on the Coachella lineup that like I normally wouldn't go out of my way to see, but it's like, holy shit, they're here. Like, this is cool to have them all in one place. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping uh, that gap in their schedule, that's like actually going to be a thing where they actually make it to Coachella, which would be a cool addition. Yeah, it would make sense too. I, I could see that if it's, yeah, if, if the dates all align, I could see that happening. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm betting on. But if not, who knows, maybe I'll never see them, but it's like, I feel like this is like, fuck, like I have to see them on this tour because you know, Tom's back, which is a big deal. Obviously, I wouldn't yeah. have mind seeing them with Matt C because I, I love Alkaline Trio. So I, I was already a fan of his. But to see, um, you know, this lineup with, with, with Tom, um, it's something that I've always wanted to because growing up and seeing him on MTV and just kind of being like, um, like a casual fan. But then just in my more recent years, I've actually, you know, went back and listened to like the whole discography and actually became like way more of a fan of that band. So it's like, God, like w I wish I was on the ball like way earlier and saw them like back in the day, but it's like, okay, I think this tour is my opportunity. I know. Like I probably could have seen them when like the self-titled record came out realistically, but I just like, I just, obviously I didn't. And then it's like the type of thing that like, I don't really need to ever see them, but yeah, like, like I said earlier, turnstile being on it is like makes me a little bit more inclined to want to go just because like who knows like 
who knows if there's a band that's like directly connected to it, like the world that I dedicate myself to mm -hmm. is ever going to be at that level again. So I think that's something I would like to try and take advantage of if I can. Um, but if I don't, it is what it is. Yeah. And it is crazy too, right? Like when I saw that, that poster and to see the turnstile get, get a good placement on the poster, I, I know it's like a, like a thing, right? It's like, oh, like I don't want to be down here, put them up here, whatever. Uh, but, but to see yeah, them yeah. get a good placement, like, dude, that's, that's so sick to see them get, uh, that respect and to, to see them, uh, just have so much love and to uh, affect so many people and to have like that fandom and to, to be so popular. I, I think it's definitely something cool to see because when I think back, to seeing them for the first time at Aladdin Jr. and being like, dude, this band is crazy. Like I, I never like experienced something like this before in my life. And, and to see them from that small venue to what they're doing these days, it's it, it's crazy. Like like the whole time that I've been into hardcore, I've never seen anything like that. So so um it's just uh cool to witness it in, in real time. Yeah, it's definitely crazy to see, you know, because like like you said, like I remember when their demo came out. So like to be able to see like the lifespan of this band and like them doing what they're doing right now is just pretty crazy. You know, it's definitely a very unique um, trajectory for a hardcore band. So I, I uh, not a bad thing to say. I'm excited for them. And I, you know, I, I would like to go see them soon. I mean, like they're playing these crazy big shows and I just missed them in New York like this past week and shit. But mm -hmm. they, I feel like they play so much that like I'll definitely, I'll definitely be able to see them and maybe with uh, Blink-182 as well. So we'll see. 100%. Okay. Well, I'm just curious uh, about Streets of Hate. Where do you go from here? We're uh, getting towards the tail end of 2022. Do you have, uh, you know, long-term goals for 2023, or are you just kind of you know going where the wind takes you at this point? Because obviously, your name's out there. Whenever I'm, I'm talking to younger bands and um, they're talking to me about what labels they want to get noticed by, uh, you know, Streets of Hate is one that always comes up, uh, which I think is awesome. Uh, so I, I'm just curious, uh, you know, um, from your perspective, like, uh, where do you want to uh, be next year? And do you have these goals or are you just kind of happy where you're at and just kind of seeing where things take you? Definitely happy where I'm at. Um, not to say that we don't have goals to some extent or we don't have, you know, an idea of what we want to do. But, I, you know, uh, the fact that anybody's interested in what we do is um, always like you know something that we're you know very appreciative of and um like you said like you know the fact that we come up in conversation with bands that you may be talking to or anybody talks to is is still crazy um you know for us to think of and so that's definitely something that's cool to hear um you know as far as what we have planned you know we're we've got some stuff planned for the end of the year nothing really uh hard going into next year but there are some releases that are coming out this year specifically the morning LP and the seat of pain, the uh, demonstration of power split seven inch. That's a split rec a split release with from within records that will be physically uh, digitally out this year, but like physically we won't have the media, whatever you want to call it until next year, the records um, until next year, just because of lead times on everything and shit. So those two are, you know, they'll be coming out within the next month or so essentially. Um, um, but the, that will kind of trickle over into 2023. And then um, from there, you know, there's, we talked to bands that we work with already that, and, you know, trying to, you know, do out whatever their releases are going to be next year, if any. Um, other than that, you know, we're always looking for new bands. Like I said earlier, like 
trying to make a point to get tapped into some sort of West Coast um, bands. Um, I know there's plenty of them, so it's just a matter of kind of like making the connections and doing the work. Um, and, you know, like we work with some bands internationally. I'd like to keep doing that. Um, I don't know, just keep doing our thing. I think I think the pace we're working at right now is as much as, you know, it's it's a lot. So it's it, as much as we can handle. We both have, you know, regular nine to five jobs. So, you know, we can only do so much with it, but like we're we're putting the work in and that's kind of what we're going to continue doing. That's about it. All right. There's there's the band that I want to try to uh, connect you with uh, from out here. They're they're like a newer band, but I think um, they're like uh, they're not like super young, but they're, they're just like uh, younger kids uh, doing like a newer band. And I like saw mm-hmm. them live, listen to their music, and, I'm, and I, I tell them to their face, I'm like, dude, don't stop what you're doing with this band. I think you guys are next up. This shit is uh, insane. Um, and they actually uh, covered All at War like the other night. Um, uh, so I'll have to say, like uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tell you about it offer. Cause I want to say it publicly. Um, don't want to get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want to get anybody upset. Um, but, uh, for anybody who wants to try to get in touch, is there like a place where they can uh, send demos or, or can they send links? Do you check your DMS or is it, you yeah, want yeah, email? Course, yeah. Uh, email DM is fine. I mean, I, I, uh, I always check the, our DM messages. I ignore a lot of them because mostly they're people asking about, uh, where their orders are and, if you read the descriptions on our website, it clearly says that, you know, they'll be shipping at this date or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so those messages I ignore, but if there's any bands that reach out to us, I, I generally will look at it if I'm interested in it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you can DM us on Instagram or email. Our email is streets of hate and at gmail.com. Our Instagram is streets of hate and either one of those is fine. Um, you know, like I said, we're always looking to do new shit. Um, so whatever you got, send it our way. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, Casey, I, um, Alex Casey, I appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time to do this. Cause this is something that I've been wanting to do for, for a while. I'm obviously a fan of what you do. Um, you know, always rocking the hat. I mean, you can't see it off screen, yeah. but I have the, the, the Navy one hanging up here. I had to retire it cause it's um, so much sweat. I'm in that hat, but yeah. I, but I still hang it up. Uh, uh, out of respect. Um, so I, I appreciate what you do for not only your scene, but for just the scene in general, it, it's definitely something awesome to see, um, you grow, uh, over the past couple of years and to be able to uh, see you all over the country has been awesome. So it's only been a, a pleasure of mine. So I, I appreciate you taking the time to do this today. Um, and before we go, um, you can tell the people where to find you or anything else you want to say. Yeah, so I just I just mentioned our Instagram. You can find us there. Um, if you want to send us an email, I said our email address earlier, so you can do that. Um, although there is some fake beef with us, I, I love Scheme Records. Pay attention to them. They're doing a record for a band called Wreckage um, next year, maybe late this year. Um, they're one of my favorite bands from the Northeast right now. Um, pay attention to that. I heard the record. It's really good. Um, I'm seeing that band on Sunday. They're playing the Hudson Valley for the first time, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm going to be on the road this weekend with Age of Apocalypse and End of One and Moment of Truth. So shout out to all of them. Excited to hang out and see those bands always. Um, and then the regular spiel, shout out Triple B from Within Records and Days without those three. Like, I think collectively we're all doing as much work as we can for the scene. And, you know, we've all, um, you know, benefited from 
um, being involved in the hardcore scene. So being able to do work to give back to the scene a little bit is an important thing for all of us. And, uh, the fact that anybody paid attention to any of our labels is, is great. You know, and I, I love, I, I do love to see it. Um, not even just for me specifically, but for, for all of them. Um, if any of them is getting love and appreciation and getting these bands, their bands paid attention to, I consider it a win for everybody. So, um, definitely keep, uh, paying attention to all of those labels and the bands affiliated with them. And thank you for having me on again. You've always supported what we've done. And um, I, I recognize that and I appreciate it. So thank you. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you all for tuning in. Goodbye. <laughs>